Irish artist Wallace Bird joins us from her adopted home of Berlin, Germany, to talk about her new album, Hands. The conversation touches on severed fingers, public nudity, and Dublin's Pride Fest. All par for the course for Wallace Bird and her hands. When he told me that my soul ends with me, I believe in girls, I think that's right. In his massive, gentle hands, he read my palm, he read my life. My understanding is that the release date is kind of significant in that a lot of other stuff is happening around that. Is that correct? Yeah, so it's specifically me coming from Ireland, it's quite an interesting day because it's seven years of the uh, seven years after the marriage, the vote for gay rights marriage came in. Right. Um, which was like, oh, which was a tectonic shift in Irish history. Um, it symbolized the separation of uh, the ancestral church, you know, chokehold. Yep. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, it was a hell of a day. Well, considering <laughs> so that the United States that. hasn't even managed to pass the Equal Rights Amendment yet, uh, after 50 years, that's <laughs> an accomplishment on Ireland's part, I would have to say. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope, I like to think that America paved the way for a lot of gay rights, in, in fairness. I mean, there was a load of death had to happen, tragically. Um, but America was really forefront in gay rights, I would say, as well. But back when it was, you know, right, 70s, specifically, yep. the yeah. 70s, yeah, 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 time. Yeah. 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 Um, so, I can may I ask, are you are you from America? Is well, believe it, it or not, I was born in, in England. <laughs> You're born in England. I love this question. It's, it's immediately, <laughs> don't ask that question because the story is always going to be. A lovely roller coaster. Go on, yeah. tell me. Sorry. Born in England because my father is American, my mother was English, and then grew up in the States like from when I was five months old. So until yes. I moved to New Zealand, which was in 1994. So been here a long time. So you've been there. Yeah, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. What brought you to New Zealand? Well, I had a, 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 a hankering to do something different and I got a job offer. So it all worked together. Brought the whole family over. Curious. Nice. Wow. The smartest okay. thing I ever did. <laughs> oh, I'd, I, I was, New Zealand was so famous from uh, for so many years since Jacinta Arden came in, you know? Yep. She's such a badass. She's so, she's so normal and so just clever. Yep. Yep. You know? Yep. yep. Yeah. And of course, she's had a rough time of it politically because. Uh, as is in every country, it seems like there are all these anti-vaxxers and anti-mandators and they've been, they took over Wellington, you know, camped out in front of parliament for like a month. And the horrible things they have to say about her are just, um, you wouldn't believe. And it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Have you listened to her talk? <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's the most commonsensical person in politics. I, yeah. Herself and Angela Merkel, I, I believe, got on well. Yeah, the German chancellor for a long time there. Yep, yep. Yes, just, yeah. Well, sure, that's a whole other, a whole other genre of human. <laughs> yes. Yeah. People who would not, who would park outside of, you know, outside of parliament buildings claiming that there wasn't a pandemic or something like that. It's like, well, okay, well, explain to me why so many people died and why none of us had a job for the last three years, yep. you know? 
Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah. Because you, the last time you were in New Zealand was what, 2019, I think, right? You played at the Tuning Fork here. And yeah. All yeah. Yeah. It was. Um. It it was uh summer. So it would have been our winter year summer. Yeah. Yep. That sounds about right. That's usually the mm. way it works. <laughs> yeah. I think it was. Yeah. It yeah. was March. I have it written down. <laughs> oh, March. Okay. Great. So there you go. Three years ago. Absolutely yeah. fell fell in love with the place. Absolutely yeah. fell in love with the place. Yeah. Now getting back to your just... album, I think mm, I've sorry. seen where it's kind of described as nine and a half songs for nine and a half fingers. What what does that mean yes. exactly? <laughs> uh hands, nine and a half songs for nine and a half fingers is because I'm uh, missing a finger on oh, my Oh, you left are hand. missing it's, a finger. Okay. I am, yeah. <laughs> so when I was at it, yeah, it's kind of a well, a very funny story. Um, oh, I'm sure it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a kicker. Um, I fell under a lawnmower when I was uh, 18 months old and uh, chopped all the fingers off. Oh. Um, oh. So I got a real kick out of it my whole life, you know, making jokes about it, you know, pretending to fall under the lawnmower as uh, as an adult while oh, my father you. was moving on. That didn't go down so well. But, no, I wouldn't um, think so. Well, you know, and, and, uh, Tony Iommi from Black Sabbath has a has his tips of his fingers cut off as well from something that happened when he and he didn't hurt his playing at all. So there you go. Oh, it surely didn't. Wow! <laughs> like I didn't. I didn't even know that. That's amazing. Yeah, I think he has yeah. like little metal t- things on the end of his fingers so he can play better. But there you go. Wow! There you go. Yes. Um. Yeah, it, it never deterred me from anything i guess because it happened so early in my life um it happened so early in my life i never even paid attention to it but people would ask me about it all the time because it, well i suppose it's interesting being a guitarist and missing a finger right i i won't right. say suppose it's obviously you know django reinhardt yeah there you go yeah so it is it's it, it's something interesting to be uh, an instrument player for somebody who needs all fingers, it will be handy if you had them, but you know, <laughs> so to speak. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the, the title of the, the title of the album hands is not specifically based around the fingers because okay. I think about it so little it's, it was more about, there was a couple of things that happened. Like um, I got really into handcraft and building furniture and I began to watch documentaries about um, forlorn crafts, um, niche crafts um, that was made, an Irish program made in the 70s called Hands. And I remember be- what, looking at the word and thinking, what a beautiful word as it stands, you know, just to, to look at. And um, then I just began to fawn over how really specific and storytelling hands are. And um, how they, they, their imperfections tell a great story. My first ever uh, connection with art was as a, like a toddler looking at um, cave paintings, pictures of cave paintings where people were missing fingers. And, and I remember saying, oh, I, I'm that too. But right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so kind of all these things happened and and then there was such a handover of work it, i'm at i'm at the age where i'm doing this nearly 20 years and i've been working with almost entirely the same crew 98% of the same crew for the last 20 years 
front good crew. Right. It's not broke. Don't fix it. And we've only gotten more collaborative and better communicative with each other over time. So there was this like handover of the really important things. I just said, I'll tell you what, you produce it. You choose the the you choose the photographer. You choose the run and order. You choose um, if you think that's good enough. I trust right. you. And so that was a. Uh, and then I realized with the pandemic, I didn't know if we were going to survive it all. So I became very reflective and I kept looking at my hands a lot because I gave up drink and I found my hands mesmerizing. Right, right. Um, yeah, I just ended up staring at my hands. I tried to like stay off my phone a lot. So I just would <laughs> like twiddle my thumbs and stare at my hands. And and the word kept coming. The word kept coming and I tried to avoid it. And I just said, oh, fuck it. Just call the album hands. It keeps coming. Just do it. Yeah. So that's yeah. the story. Yeah, there you go. Really. And are you left-handed as well? I was born left-handed and uh, I still do it. I'm ambidextrous now because of it. But I do music things left-handed. And so. um, yeah. opening jars and <laughs> things like that. I do it with my left hand. Yeah. 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 There you go. That makes all the sense in the world. So I see that there's a couple of songs out from the record. You just released the power of the word. So, and mm -hmm. there's a, like a video that goes with it. So uh, what can you tell me about that song? The power of a word is physical. At best, it changes everything. At worst, it changes everything. If I spill all the paint across the floor, I can't undo it. It's a pretty timely song. I, I, it's a, it seems like a a subtle song, but it's directly related to the shift of power from Donald Trump to Biden. Um, right. <laughs> it it recognizes this sentence that he kept using. I have the best words, and I could only think, I he's juxtaposing intellectualism. He's juxtaposing knowledge. Uh, education and he's just changing words in an Orwellian way you know double yep. fucking thing and um I felt like I felt like I was losing my mind and he reminded me a lot of Hitler his speeches his tone of phrase how he would exchange words and uh repeat and right he used a lot of Hitler's um uh, mannerisms and you know he's a big fan um <laughs> So it was it was absolutely terrifying. And I wrote this song, The Power of a Word, to signify to people to pay attention um, deeply to the subtleties that are said and the nonverbalism to pay attention, not just to the words, but to the, the symbolism that comes around it. Um, I liken words to be poisonous, to be chemical, to be physical. Um, because they move and change things so there is an extreme there's a there's a deeper level to power the power of words and that's what the the song is kind of yeah. about yeah and i think like you say with, with observing trump and listening to him being outside of the united states looking in is it, it's easier to see some of that stuff than for a lot of the folks living right at, um, in the middle of it all i noticed it myself when i moved as soon as i moved away from the u.s to new zealand it, and watching the news from the States took on a whole different kind of feel. And it's mm -hmm. like, Oh my God. <laughs> Is that yeah, you can't believe it's happening. Yeah. And it's kind of like what happened in Germany. Why the, 
people say that why the Holocaust happened was because the politics kept moving the goalpost just enough, just changing the rules just enough to get through putting kids in cages right. and calling it amnesty, you know? Yep. So, and everybody thought this can't be true. It's going to change. And the goalpost just kept changing just enough for it, you to think it will change. It's, it can't be true. And that was how it repeated and, and built and built and built. And then all of a sudden, you know, five years later. So, uh, yeah, terrifying times. And I'm living in Germany and the history of Germany is all around me. And it's taught in a very uh, transparent way so that we don't repeat ourselves. So it was like, Phew. yep, yep. So, yeah. <laughs> And now with the, I, I hate to sound like I'm, um, everything's quite, uh, my, my conversation is a little bit um, more fairish, but uh, I can't help it. And kind of, I'm on the mainland Europe right now, you know? Oh, yeah. And oh, wow. major trouble in Ukraine. And it's, um, it's intense. Yeah. Um, and uh, you just see things getting repeated and propaganda getting repeated. So it's like the power of word, uh, the power of a word has come out at a really timely piece, but that always happens if you write political pieces yep. that reflect what's going on because history repeats itself. So you're never out of time for something like that. Yeah. So it's yes. Scary times. Definitely. I mean, you wake up every morning and just wonder what's next, what's happened, where everything is. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. But uh, you have released another uh, song from the album, Pretty Lies, which is starts with bird song. So that's a pleasant relief from some of the <laughs> stuff that we've been talking about. Tell me about that mm-hmm. one if you can. Oh, yeah, that's uh, it begins with bird song that uh, was in the first. So um, I hate to mention pandemic, but I mean, you have to like. Yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, it was written during the time, you know, um, when when it happened, when all of the traffic stopped in the city, uh, you could hear bird song for miles all across the city. And it's a it's a very um, I want to say natureful city. There's trees everywhere, parks everywhere. Um, but you could really hear the bird song. So I used a portion of the recording of some field recording from that. And uh, the song kind of it's a chronological chronolo- chronological <laughs> uh, view of the first year of, well, 2020, actually, uh, where the lyric starts off. It was a long ass year. Couldn't wait for it to end. Full of loss and fear. Couldn't wait for it to end. Um, and it's about dealing with loss and um, bereavement and um, moving forward into the dissolvement of, st- of systems, everybody losing their job, the entire world coming into a pandemic together and um, it's all being absolutely level playing field beginning. Um, and there was intense silence during the day. People were. I think stunned by silence and uh, it it was really something quite magnificent as somebody who listens all the time, just because I find music and everything. It was really, it was really something uh, otherworldly to have such silence in a city. Mm. Um, And as the song progresses, it's um, 
the song begs for time. The song constantly begs for time. So that's it's the longest song on the record. It's almost double the length of any other song on the record because it's like, if I don't take the time, who's going to take the time for me? Right. And I also I also want to um kind of force time onto people. <laughs> in a in a like if you're if you're still with me, thanks. Yep. You don't have to be with me. You can fast forward. But if you're still with me, thanks. I've just earned you five minutes into your life to <laughs> yeah. be bombarded with 70 chords, you know? Yeah. So there's this uh towards the end of the song, there's just uh, multiple instrumentals and it and it just begins to take a life of its own uh to represent the unknown future that we're all heading into. So that's the story of pretty lies. Alrighty. I should point out that there are some like dancey kind of more upbeat things happening in the record, like uh, Aquarius and No Pants Dance. So. <laughs> yeah, No Pants Dance. Mm-hmm. Um, no Pants Dance is a pretty funny song. It's it's about celebrating um, nakedness in Germany. They're very comfortable with their nakedness, and um, they have a, a nudist culture. No past, no past and uh what's beautiful about it is that they separate um sex from nudity they don't sexualize nudity right and, um that's a really special thing they so you'll go to a club and you'd just be totally naked chatting to somebody about you know nature right in a club right that's pounding techno because we're all big kids at the end of the day you know um the song was i looked over uh i was recording and i looked out my window and i saw my neighbors and it was the the march 2020 when we were allowed to have five people in the house right okay five and those five people in the apartment were either naked or half naked dancing right. like absolute children <laughs> Uh, I just said, look, hey, if that's the if that's not the best vision I've had for the reopening and reconnection of humans after this whole thing. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah. It's a yeah. celebration of the city I'm living in. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. I, I had no idea that was the case. Uh, really? Because Americans, let's face it, are extremely uptight about it all. Oh, hey, I mean, coming from Catholic Ireland, hey. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I am. That's it. One more track I wanted to talk about was dream writing, especially the kind of ghostly keyboardy thing that's going on at the end of that. So what can you tell me about that? Marty, it's lovely talking about these songs because they it was no it was no trouble making this record at all. It right. was just pleasure start to finish. 50 weeks of pleasure. Um, <laughs> so I got to write a song about the feeling of the feeling of creativity, which I normally just wax about or chat about, talk about, but I never I never sat down and thought about if if I could create music that matches how I feel when I'm 
in a when I switch off and go into the orchestra in my mind, how would that feel? Um, so the song towards the end of it trails off into the original writing of the song, which was just a very somber uh, solo uh-huh. piano. Mm-hmm. So you're, it's just symbolizing the, the end of the song, how it trails off symbolizes that, you know, that wistful kind of golden long shadow hour of of um, of creativity and feeling like you can do absolutely anything because creativity is just boundless. Like, right. yeah. So it's, it's kind of like the butterflies or the, or the fizzy tummy that you feel when, when an idea is about to just knock you, you off your <laughs> socks. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> All right. I decided that normally I don't have like big, big parties or something released, but I said, uh-uh, I'm having a, party oh good so, um, yeah and i'm gonna have a month of parties marty so you're invited to come <laughs> over to berlin or ireland or wherever you want i'm gonna have it um yeah i'm planning already to come over to new zealand next year oh great so and, yep fingers and toes and everything crossed for that yeah um hopefully we'll all be healthy and and able to get up and party again huh i hope so well thank you very much for talking to me i really appreciate it hope things go well with the record and we look forward to seeing you when you finally get here thank you darling it's a pleasure it's a real pleasure thanks a million pal see you love (laughs)